Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. Good evening and welcome to the Alpha Show. I call this the return. Insanity must be addressed, must be answered. When injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. Where are we here? Let's see. We've got a few things to uh, to talk about, to speak on. And we'll speak on those as the two hours pass. And um, I want to get some of the important stuff out of the way. Um I'll do tonight's show, but I'll be moving my time slot from Friday nights to Saturday nights, and I'll bring you more about that a little later down the road. So, had a hell of a time getting in here, and um, I'll tell you like this, call-in number, if you want to call in and just talk to me. Nine two nine four seven seven two eight six seven is the number to call in, and you must press the one so I can see that your hand is raised so I can bring you on. A lot of the call-ins uh, simply want to listen because uh, they are not in front of their computer. So make sure when you call in and you press the one so you can be in the host queue, Okay. <laughs> That's great. That's just great. So when you get right down to it, you have to look at what's going on politically. Our politics are so uh, twisted. And I'll use a good term, and I'll call it twisted. They're twisted not just because of hypocrites, the hypocrisy of a politician. We know they're slimy. We know that trust isn't at the top of their uh, at the top of their um, moral. Where are we as everyday Americans, as everyday citizens? as Democrats, progressives, liberals. And the one thing that people who are familiar with me and familiar with my programming understand, I have absolutely, positively no, none, uh, empathy, sympathy, give a damn No, I don't give a damn about what a Republican says, thinks, or wants. They have really shown that they are disingenuous players in this game of politics. They are not willing to give and take. They are not willing to compromise. They have absolutely nothing in common 
progressive agenda or middle-class America. You can talk about Democrats. You can talk about them being uh, the other side of the same coin as Republicans. And in aspects, you would be right about that. In some aspects, you would be right. And I've always said, there's one side that is bargaining with the oligarchs and the rich, and the other side is completely sold out and protected. One of the one of the pieces of information I want to um, put out today is that um, we seem to have a a disconnect. With some facts And you know People come to conclusions And they come to conclusions I guess by their sources And some people just come to conclusions Because of other factors Of other manners And and the way they've been raised And they've been carefully taught and that those are the only things that they will adhere to, listen to. They suffer from cognitive dissonance. So I don't, um, I don't begrudge the, these people of of what they believe. Their beliefs seem to be so out of the out of the norm. And I say it's so out of the norm because it seems that um, you can inundate them with facts. You can inundate them with the source that you're getting those facts from. You can inundate them with history. And yet, nothing. It will not persuade them to see things not your way in a factual manner. And as always, I'll preempt everything by saying that um, I hope I'm able to make it through two hours of conversation. I've got uh, quite a few clips on the board that I want to play for you. But one of the biggest... One of the best clips I want to play for you, and I didn't come across it to a few a few minutes ago. I got to my I got to my studio and it was blank, and that was twenty five minutes before I was to go on. It didn't come up till about fifteen minutes until, and that's when they told me to call, and that's when I called. But um, the one thing that I can honestly tell you is that uh, the changes in not just the studio, but in but in all of the ins and outs, Blog Talk Radio have been, I guess I'll call it enlightening. I'll call it enlightening because. Um, 
I guess I have to get used to it again. It's not one of the one of the things that I remembered. Uh, I won't say that my memory is failing. I'll simply say that uh, I don't recall. I don't remember. I don't recall. I have no recollection of anything at all. So, having said that, I'll tell you this. Prayers, we can't really deal with prayers of the American middle class who honestly believe that something is going to change. And that something that's going to change is not going to be, because I'm all prayed out. I have run out of prayers. No more silent vigils for innocent lives killed by sick individuals. I'm bankrupt from candles that have burned holes in my fingers but line the pockets of those that profit from bullet holes through flesh. Past depressed, I have elevated to pissed because past tears were dismissed by lobbyists in Congress for the right to bear arms without proper process. More frequent are candles being burned without wishes to mourn victims blown out by the click of a trigger. Body counts that exceeds all the candles that flicker mental illness the killer but the government's sicker. I have run out of prayers. What good have they done? How many more lives must be taken by the hand of a gun? I sat still and prayed in 1999 when 12 students and a teacher were killed at Columbine. I prayed once again when more lives were wrecked. 32 souls snuffed out on the campus of VTech. Did I pray hard enough? Maybe my lament was no good. 13 killed, 30 wounded on the base of Fort Hood. I prayed, DC sniper, a click, then a bang. I prayed for Chicago, click, click, then bang, bang. Aurora, Colorado, praying and praying. I prayed for Sandy Hook, where children were playing. I prayed while Dylan Roof killed black people praying. I prayed from sea to shining sea for a sea of dead. And all I see is more bloodshed. But faith without works is said to be dead, so I pray there's no hell when I say, fuck prayer. Give me action instead. When will lives trump politics? When will the policy reflect? Maybe if people were corporations, they treat our lives with respect. If we spilled oil instead of blood, then they'd really give a shit. Or maybe if bullets were food stamps, now there's the real threat. Forbid people from eating for free, but put guns in the hands of all of our teens. Trigger happy enthusiasts of the right wing, make us think that the threat is Islamic extremist. When the real threat at home is domestic terrorist, funded by those claiming to be the holiest, pledging allegiance to Christ with a gun to their chest. I'm all out of prayers. Give me solutions. Amend number two in our constitution. Smoke from gun barrels are like greenhouse pollution. As oceans of bodies rise, they drown in delusion. GOP. Guns obliterate people. You need to GOP. Get off the pot or piss. We need to get rid of this sickness by voting some asses out of office. No more RIP. Resting in peace. 
Instead, R.I.P. rewrite ignorant policies and rip assault rifles from off the streets. This ain't the goddamn Middle East, so why do I feel PTSD? I ain't got nothing to pray. I'm the fucking NRA. Nigga real agitated, causing Orlando lives are traded for a Senate seat and a house that's gated for their own security. While we bury those in our community. I'm afraid if I pray, we'll be back here in a matter of days to watch more of our loved ones taken away. And these words that I say are just thoughts on a page. So here's my final prayer. So are you praying? <laughs> I know I'm not. Very, very interesting piece called Prayed Out. And what I really don't understand, what I really can't get my head around, is the fact that here we are waiting for the next mass shooting, waiting for the next child to die in the streets, be it here in Chicago anywhere across the country. 32,000 die a year due to handgun violence. And the NRA has us by the throat. It has the politically elected officials by the throat. We can't even investigate. We can't even check out the deaths to handguns. When you get right down to it, you must understand that these are the times. These are the I would call them bad times. And I call them bad times because that's exactly what they are. Let me go to another clip and see if I can elevate. Just a little. Elevate my volume. I've um, got uh, real problems here. <laughs> Not real problems. I'll be honest with you. Here, let me do this. Some of the lies that show up on the Internet are dangerous. It's our job to set the record straight. The list of falsehoods from the president is growing. He keeps repeating ridiculous throwaway lines that are not true at all and sort of avoiding the issue of Russia as as if we're some kind of fools for asking the question. Really? Every American should at least, no matter what your politics, please at least be interested in the fact that the Russians are trying to hijack our democracy. It's too much lying and too much Russia and too much smoke. The accusation is predicated on the charge that Secretary Clinton approved the sale. She did not. He blamed Hillary Clinton for creating the birther conspiracy theory. She did not. Judge Andrew Napolitano commented on the morning show Fox and Friends 
that he has sources who say British intelligence was involved in surveillance at Trump Tower. Fox News knows of no evidence of any kind. Where are the parents? Well, you know, I've not been on the phone with them. But if we want to sit here and indict the civil rights community and indict the parents, because we don't know who's fault it is. They're able to say, oh, they're attacking the national anthem. They're attacking, they're attacking the troops. They're attacking the flag. None of which they're doing. How much longer do you think that uh, being anti-gay rights is going to be something that's a conservative principle? Again, these are the facts. We do not have an outbreak of Ebola in the United States. BP had more safety violations than all of the other oil companies in the country combined times 10. And then they stand in front of us, call us litigious, and act as if we've done something bad, that horrible man. And now you're going to turn around and blame the government? Congress, you cannot have it both ways. You cannot first say, we're not going to make you limit the bonuses, and now say, limit the bonuses. The Republicans have been screaming about deficits for eight years are suddenly trying to add a massive amount to the deficit. It's comical. I'm an American, and I don't want my government torturing on my behalf. I don't give a rat's ass if it helps. I agree. We are America. We do not fucking torture. One of the most frustrating things about this Bush administration is that every time a reporter asked a question they didn't like, they called them a reporter a fool. And that you call us fake news and, 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 and put us down like children for asking these questions on behalf of the American people is inconsequential. Don't use anonymous sources except for the ones we send out to you anonymously. Those anonymous ones are awesome. I ain't in the tank for nobody, all right? Just get off. I'm in the, I'm in the tank for the one who's going to answer the questions. Okay. I may have adjusted my volume. I won't know until I get a a response from my chat room. Oh, in my chat room is Brother O. Henry and the CEO of Toothworks Network and the um, host of our common ground, Janice Graham. And um, I will, um, I can continue. I will hope I can continue this this broadcast. Um, I may have to make some fundamental changes, and it may be equipment. <laughs> it may actually be equipment. Let me see here. Okay. How about now? How is my volume? And hopefully uh, I can get a thumbs up on the volume because um, that's uh, that tells me it was my Bluetooth. <laughs> I thought I turned it up. <laughs> okay, okay, look. Let me um, let me get into the program and dive into some of these uh, these. Questions. Some of the things that people are asking or people are wondering about. I've um, paid attention a lot to what's going on and what's going on with the the country and for all of you non-Hillary people, because I hope you're damn happy with what's going on. 
told you once and I'll keep telling you and I'm going to keep telling you for the next years to come. How about now? Believe one thing and one thing you should be able to hold. Hold on to my voice. They are going to cut your Medicare. They are going to cut your Social Security. They are going to cut your Medicaid. There are states right now who are holding on to legislation, who have put forth. They're not holding on to it. They put forth legislation to demand that Medicaid recipients work. You see a theme here? You have a president in the White House. You have a cabinet that has been elected because too many of us couldn't take Hillary. We need to be very understanding of what's going on. The Republican Party is simply going to blow up FDR's New Deal. The Republican Party will take away everything that you have known as Americans. They will destroy the middle class. The massive tax cuts that they've given these corporations and now it's come to fruition. Walmart will get a $7.8 billion tax cut. They've laid off 100,000 people. They've closed Sam's Clubs around the country. Not all of them. I think the story read there was something like 63 Sam's Clubs closed. AT&T. Oh, they're giving bonuses. And see, here's your problem with corporations. Yes, corporations have basically fallen in line with the Trump doctrine. Let's give these employees raises. This is after progressives have called for a raise to the minimum wage to $15. Let's give these employees raises and say it's the tax cuts. Let's give bonuses and say it's the tax cuts. But then you turn around and you lay off 600 at AT&T. You lay off people through all of the big corporations who have received tax breaks. The layoffs are in motion. The peace system's gone out. And what you are witnessing now is the fall, is the total collapse of the middle class. Thing I know, we did not have to worry about was the fact that this conversation would not be happening if there was a different person in the White House. But then you have to understand exactly how he got there. And I'll tell you simply, and I'll tell you honestly, it wasn't because Hillary was such a bad candidate. 
It's because he stole it. He stole it. <laughs> Welcome to the lifestyles of the rich and shameless. <laughs> My name's Pallant, Greg Pallant. I'm an investigative reporter. I hunt millionaires who misbehave. There he was, foreclosure profiteer of the century. And this is my hunting partner, Lenny Bad Teddy. Stakeout Bengali investigatrix extraordinaire. Every four years, I become a crime reporter. The crime election theft. Oh my God. 43,000 black voters have just vanished. The half century after Martin Luther King was here. And I'm back in Selma, Alabama, investigating suppression of the black vote. What the hell happened to my country? This voting system is out of control. You have people, in my opinion, that are voting many, many times. Really, Doc? A double voting crime is a real, a gigantic conspiracy of one million Democrats to vote twice, or is it a massive scheme to take away the votes of a million innocent people? Are you part of a large conspiracy? No, I'm not, sir. This is the story of the investigation of the theft of the 2016 election. It's a crime still in progress. The hunt for the very rich guys behind the crime. How are they going to do it? Interstate cross-check. A list of duplicate voters. Look at this. 7.2 million suspects in 29 states. If they hit this this big, you can fix any election. You can steal the White House. 20% of the minority voters in those states are on the cross-check list. That, uh, is, to me, is uh, flabbergasting. Yeah, it's been this, like, big, outrageous plan that we've all been working on since childbirth to, like, make sure that we all have similar names so that we could vote multiple times. Here's our file on the Wizards cross-check. Chris Kobach. This is the list you gave Virginia, and on the basis of this list, you know that Virginia removed 41 Exit polls are the way the U.S. State Department measures election honesty. And the exit poll shows that Trump lost. You eliminate a few million voters of color. One of the troopers hit her and blood just went everywhere. And you've got your tax break. The bank, the bank, 12 foreclosures. You've got your pipeline. This is destruction in progress. What are you doing about it? You've got nothing between you and your next billion. What are you grinning for? Are you high? Are you smoking something? Aren't you? <laughs> Great collapse. The documentary that uh, he made about cross-check and the theft of what is now our predicament. This wasn't just the Russians. This was the Russians and cross-check. This was, uh, I would call it an inefficient, a mismanaged Democratic Party. But the one thing that people can't understand this man has a 33%
35% approval rating. So he's got a 67%, 65% disapproval rating. So how did they do it? And then the question is how they did it and how they continue to do it and how they will continue to do it. One of the positives is that North Carolina struck down the GOP gerrymandered congressional map and Republicans are up in arms. You see, feigned indignation seems to be a trait of theirs. And let's not leave out selective amnesia. Just as no one heard Donald Trump in his shithole country's comment. And before I go into that, I'll ask this question. And I'll ask this question because it begs to be answered. Dick Durbin, to a meeting with Lindsey Graham and the other senator from Arkansas, Cotton, And when they walked in the room, there were four other hawk anti-immigration Republicans in the room. Now, Dick Durbin is the only Democrat. Why would he stay? Why is he even in the room? You're outnumbered six to one, buddy. And you don't see the this ain't gonna act, this ain't gonna go right. You've been bamboozled, slicked into attending this meeting that now you find out is a six to one mismatch. Yes, he should have got up and left. Everybody screams, DACA, DACA, DACA. Those people must stay in the United States, and I agree to that. But why was the DACA executive order rescinded? Easy. So Donald Trump could hold the people of this country hostage. Do you hear any Democrat asking about Mexico paying for the wall? No. They have fallen in line. You don't ask if Mexico is going to pay for the wall. You accept his lie. You accept his lie to his own followers. His followers accept the lie. So now he begins to extort money from the middle class to pay for his wall. That's not the only hostage he's taken. Children's Health Insurance Program, CHIPS. It gives health care to over 9 million children. He's ripped that back. He's going to hold that hostage. He's going to look for offsets to pay for chips like Republicans always do after they have dropped 
a $1.5 trillion addition to the debt. Now, all of a sudden, we have no money. Now, all of a sudden, they are the only ones who can fix this. Donald Trump is the only one who can fix this. It seems to take a very cynical turn, a very cynical spin to who these people are. It allows you to face the fact of what these people are. You want me to say something? Fine. I'll say something. You. You people. You're not a race. You are a virus. You destroy the world. Everything beautiful you poison. You drag us from our homes. You rape our daughters, murder our sons. You crack our spines and do all you can to break our will. You stab us. Then you put the knife in our hand and tell us it's our fault. And if you don't do it yourself, you stand by, close your eyes, and pretend there's nothing wrong. And then you pray to your God to silence our screams so that you can enjoy the happiness that we built for you with our blood but it's not your fault it's the only way you know how to be and the only thing that will change anything is if another virus comes along and does to you what you do to us and I hope that happens very soon. Wow. This evening obviously hasn't gone as I'd hoped. And I think I'm having a um, full-on panic attack right now. So I'm going to go to the bathroom and get myself together. And when I come back, I hope you don't see me as the... We'll see you as the devil because that's exactly what you are. You are a virus. There is absolutely nothing that you put forth that has absolutely nothing to do with providing or helping those in need in this country, the middle class. Republicans will never help the middle class. You are a virus because that's all you are. And if you believe that the racial rancor and racial animus that you've seen nationwide across the country, it's damn near checkmate for all you Hillary haters. I didn't want Hillary. I wanted Bernie Sanders. I am so sick and tired 
of hearing people talk about what a dishonest person Hillary Clinton was. One thing I can tell you, we would not be going through this. We would not be tweaking nuclear war with uh, a pathetic nation like North Korea or China or Russia. If you believe that China will stand by or Russia will stand by and watch the United States nuke North Korea, (laughs) I'd say get the shovel and start digging out your fallout shelters and plan to be down there for a long time because uh, this is where we're headed. We're Face millions will die because a media has fallen prey to a racist lying grifter, a traitor. This is Putin territory. This is Putin country now. He has split the United States through a traitor, and that traitor is Donald Trump. And Democrats have said silent. Now they want to come out and say he's a racist. You knew he was a racist. When he got in, you knew he was a racist. And when you get right down to it, he's not just the only racist. It's the Republican Party, the Republican Party. All propaganda must be popular, and its intellectual level must be adjusted to the most limited intelligence among us. That's a quote from Adolf Hitler. And if you don't believe that's what Fox News espouses, that's what the Republican Party espouses, Something's wrong with you. Something's wrong. Oh, don't don't you dare ask me about news in Jordan. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And see, notice how quick. That was a two-day story. That Diane Feinstein, or Feinstein, I think they pronounce it Feinstein, Her releasing of the transcripts of the Fusion GPS testimony simply shows you the cover-up Republicans have started. The narrative of all of a sudden they are willing to attack the eye that they used to hold so precious, so dear. They're willing to attack the CIA that Republicans used to hold so precious, so dear. There is nothing that is sacred to the Republican Party. This is not just bigoted Donald Trump. This is not just racist Donald Trump. This is not just Russian Donald Trump. 
This is bigoted, racist Republican Party. This is Russian Republican Party. Anytime you have Brassley and Lindsey Graham, oh, my stars. Referring Christopher Steele to the corrupt Justice Department, and they are corrupt now because they're headed by Beauregard Sessions. Another bigot. I plan to do um, a show on the Trump cabinet because each and every one of those cabinet members has a job to do. They have a job to do. And that job is the destruction, the dismantling of the United States government. Dismantle the United States government and then rail against the government. It's no good. The government can't be trusted. The government shouldn't be allowed. to run our health care system. The government shouldn't be allowed to help Americans of disaster because FEMA, Mike Brown, you're doing a hell of a job, Mike, or was it Brownie? You're doing a hell of a job. Each one of these cabinet members has a job, and that job is to destroy, totally destroy, the American government. And like I love to say, it's the Republicans, stupid. It is definitely the Republicans. Looks like uh, Paul Manafort is out as all this uh, sturm and drang around whether he was uh, funneling Russian or Ukrainian money into a lobbying firm in the United States and whether he's uh, was taking cash payments and blah, 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 blah. It, I think it just all, whether it's smoke or fire or both, it just all reached the point where, uh, you know, when your campaign manager is the story, you change your campaign manager. So uh, Donald Trump has hired a new person. And, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton is continuing her campaign and, and, and moving forward where we don't see much coverage of it because she's mostly talking about issues and the press doesn't like issues. They like uh, personality. So if Trump does his strongman routine, oh, it's, oh, yeah, he's, a, you know, or if he makes a change or if he fires somebody or if he hires somebody, it gets, it gets so covered. But, uh, you know, hey, uh, the, the, the fact that you know, this is why the media doesn't cover this stuff. The fact that uh, Republicans took over Congress in 2010 and blocked a, a veterans job bill. They blocked Wall Street reform. They blocked immigration reform. They blocked political ad disclosure. They did that twice. 
Nancy Pelosi sent the bill to the Senate twice. They blocked Small Business Jobs Act twice. They blocked extending unemployment, which is still blocked, by the way. Uh, they blocked the Affordable Care Act. Uh, well, they tried. Actually, they didn't block it. They voted, th- uh, you know, fifty some odd times to repeal it. Thirty-three times, uh, if, you know, as of uh, two years ago, I think. Uh, the Recovery and Reinvestment Act. They uh, tried to block it. They uh, there was Nancy Pelosi wanted to have a tax on companies shipping their jobs overseas. The Republicans blocked that. They blocked health care for 9/11 first responders. They blocked benefits for homeless veterans. They blocked an anti-rape amendment. They blocked the Fair Pay Act of 2009. They blocked oil spill liability. They blocked the Dream Act. They jo- blocked the Jobs Bill. I would bet you that the average American who watches corporate television in America has no idea about any of those things that I just laid out, or maybe one or two of them. Also, you know, you, you get all this, uh, yeah, you, we're number one, we're number one. I mean, Trump is talking about making America great again, but, you know, he's still, hey, you know, this is, this is cool, we're a great country. All the, we are number one in a whole bunch of metrics that we really need to do something about, and a lot of these metrics are the consequence of Republican rule. And just to give you an example, for example, Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, this story is from KLKNTV.com, which is a, a, an Omaha station. It's an AP story, Associated Press story. With its miles of suburban-style neighborhoods, Omaha is a model of comfortable mid-American living. But there's an exception. The city has 300 miles of streets pitted with potholes big enough to swallow an SUV. They point out that for years people have been complaining about this. And the city, the city officials say, you know, we don't want to raise taxes. We got all these Republican voters. They don't want their taxes raised to pay for this. And the developers put in crappy streets when they built these suburbs. So it's not our, our problem. It's not our fault. It should be, you know, the, the homeowners. And the homeowners are going. And, and, and so what the city is doing now is they're tearing the streets up and turning them back into dirt roads. But residents say the dirt roads are unworthy of an affluent growing metropolis with a vibrant economy. Mayor Gene Stothert has suspended the dirt road construction. This is ripping out pavement, but has offered no plan to fix all the bad streets. Right. Well, so that's, that, this is what Republican rule gets you. We're number one in the world in incarceration rate. These are, this is from uh, the economy collapse blog.com, by the way. It's a great list that they put together over there. Um, titled uh, something to the effect of America is number one. Number one in incarceration rate in the world. Largest total prison population in the entire globe. Uh, number one in obese people, number one in divorce, highest divorce rate in the, um, in the world by a wide margin. Uh, we're tied with the UK for the most hours of television watched per person every week. We have the highest rate of illegal drug use in the entire planet. This, I believe, is the consequence of, uh, you know, a hundred year long so-called war on drugs. Uh, really since Nixon, you know, 50 year, 60 year long, 50 year long war on drugs. We have more car thefts here than anywhere else in the world, an indication of inequality and poverty in the United States. We have more reported rapes than anywhere else in the world. Now, that might, the keyword there might be reported. So, you know, uh, we have more reported murders every year than anywhere else in the world. We have more total crimes than anywhere else in the world. We are a big country, though. Uh, we have more police officers than anywhere else in the world. But we're a third of the population of India or China. We have more police. The United States spends more on health care as a percentage of GDP than any other nation on the face of the earth because we've got a bunch of insurance executives 
and and corporations that are aggressively trying to rip us off. And now they're trying to punish the Obama administration for not letting them merge. And it's going to be interesting to see in this this face-off, these companies where they said, okay, we want to merge and become monopolies, basically, you know, giant monopolies. And our government, the Obama administration, is saying, no, you can't. And so now they're saying, well, then we're going to pull out of Obamacare and just totally screw your legacy. And that is a clip for the election. That's a clip from 2015, I believe, or was it early 16? And it's still true today. Republicans were rewarded for obstruction, for saying no to everything. But all the Democrats are too afraid to do that. They will work with a snake, with a liar, with a bigot, with a Russian puppet, with a racist. Under the heading of getting something done, we'll get something done. And as you get stuff done, you are simply encouraging the re-election of this fool this bigot, this racist. All the the markets are booming. We're up to 25,000 in the stock market. Oh, it's helped the hell out of my my portfolio. (laughs) It's helped the hell out of my portfolio, the whole nine yards. What this man did was take a growing economy, lied about it, and now he's taking credit for it. So when you hear people who have absolutely not a clue, they say, what the hell are they talking about? Hillary this, Hillary Hell no, Hillary nothing. Didn't want Hillary. I wanted Bernie, but I had to vote for civil rights, voting rights, the Affordable Care Act, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, performance of the arts, There's a list of things that I voted for, not Hillary Clinton. Although I voted for Hillary Clinton because that was the political reality. And the Russians, along with the cross-check, has planted the perfect. You want to talk about a Manchurian candidate? He fits the very definition. He divides us with race polarizes Americans against one another. Vladimir Putin is just about succeeded in his destruction. Robert Mueller, his investigation, all of the things that he has uncovered will go for not. And let me tell you why. He may be able to, he's got what, four indictments? Two guilty pleas and two waiting. 
Donald Trump Jr. and Jared, I will say, I'll go out on a limb here and say that they will both be indicted. But Trump will pardon them as soon as it happens. Because he knows Mueller can't touch him. Robert Mueller has absolutely no power to save America. The Republicans will never bring him up for an impeachment. And the Senate will never vote to impeach him. And Democrats will never campaign on repealing and replacing this insidious tax cut plan. Democrats will never campaign on reversing all of the damage that the Republican Party is doing to this country. The Republicans, stupid. The political reality was you either take Hillary and try to slowly pull the Democratic Party in a progressive way. Or you got Trump. Now we got Trump. Happy? 929-477-2867. That's the number to contact me if you want to call in. If you have a... If you have a simple question or a challenge. We have to understand where we are. We have to understand that these people will do whatever it takes, will go to whatever length it takes, be it obstruction of justice, be it cover-up from a foreign Invasion or a foreign assault on our democracy. Collusion is not a crime. Conspiracy against America is a crime. And that seems to be the biggest challenge. And it is definitely a challenge because you cannot. I repeat, you cannot get outside of that challenge. We have um, some bridges to cross. We have people who can't understand what political reality means. And you got a full face of political reality now because political reality is what we are facing. Political reality is what you get 
when you don't know any better. I will happily, happily be quiet if someone else can carry this message. Because as I, the way I feel right now, it's not going to happen. The way I physically feel right now is this might not completely continue. <laughs> yes, I'm afraid I am still very ill. I will try to soldier on, but uh, I don't know. I may even wind up in the hospital this evening. But um, as my voice betrays me, let me go here. If you were speaking to someone who wanted to raise the Confederate flag, you would probably start off by saying something to the effect of, you were some... Funny, funny people. For you, it's always summertime and the living is easy. Your daddy's rich and your mama's good looking. <laughs> You're a confederate, a proud southern white boy. Your Bible in your hand and your shotgun in your pickup truck. A southern white boy with the shame of slavery running through your veins. You are a bigot. I am a black man. I have worked and scraped for every inch of dirt I walk on. You cried yourself to sleep because Lincoln hurt your feelings. <laughs> you backwoods, sheet-wearing, cross-burning, honky mother <laughs> the war and all you want to do is make my people pay for it. You think you love this country. What you love is that corruption of the red, white, and blue you call valor. What you love is the satisfaction that mess brings when people feel they need to give that flag some credence like it stands for something more than hate, fighting about whether to tear it down from atop your state building or not. You are a bigot and I am disappointed in the way you treat my country. That's the Confederate flag for you. Let me try this. Let me try this transfer. Hopefully, Hopefully this, this is this better. Is better. Uh, um, I've gone, I've to, gone to landline. landline. And let me, and let me take the call. You got a double thing going on there. One of them you're going to have to hang up, Brother Alpha. Brother Alpha. I hope I didn't turn the wrong one off. I'm so glad to have you back on the air, Alpha. And um, your voice, the way in which you think in such practical and real terms about the political events of the day um, have been have been very much missed. Uh, I think in all the din and all of the discourse that's going on that 
since your departure, which is almost will be for people in the audience almost two years um, in May. So we have missed you. I have missed you. I mean, your presence in my life because um, of all the things going on um, has has had a little bit of a, a a tear in it, and I have missed you personally. As you probably can tell, this is Janice Graham, and I'm just really glad to have you back at TruthWorks. Um, you and I don't always see eye to eye on some of these issues, but one of the things that is clear that there has been a meeting of the minds of black people across the country since the election and the chaos that this uh, Trump administration has, has brought. But I want to pick up on some points that you made tonight and ask you a couple of questions. Yes, yes. Before you get started, um, you said I had double stuff going on here, so I I hung up on, on the whole switchboard. Uh, will you continue if I hang this call up and go and call back in, redial in on my switchboard with my okay. house? Okay. Okay. Um, it's good. It's it's it, it's good to be behind the microphone again, and uh, I see that um, TruthWorks family, O'Henry and YJ, are in our chat room, and all of you who are listening uh, via your smart devices, uh, thank you for joining us once more. Um. I want to say a couple of things about before Alpha rejoins us. I'm not trying to take over his show. You know he's going to come back and say, "Oh, Janice was trying to take over my show," and and uh, um, um, yeah, well, maybe I'm, he he just gave me permission. Uh uh-uh, uh, I know he didn't just give me permission to take over the show because I got it now. But I think one of the things that is most important for us to acknowledge as a people is that while they said they were draining the swamp, what they really have been draining is the energy and the spirit of American people across this country, but especially within our own community, big because even I, and YJ, you may not believe that I have been saying this, even I have said, with all of the chaos, with all of the hatefulness, and it's especially been pronounced in the last week or two, with the investigation and the concentration on us trying to unravel uh, a president who is sitting in the White House, who is being investigated for money laundering and for treason, seditious treason. Get that planted in your head. But it has drained our energy. It has drained 
some of our resolve. And it is not because we are not we are we have lost our resilience. It is simply because we have in many ways been robbed of the places been robbed of the places where we seek rational organized and critical analysis of where we are because from day to day i mean you got to realize when you wake up one morning you wake up every morning and something else has happened and we can't build no one can build in that kind of confusion so one of the things is that we have to begin to recognize and effectuate an infrastructure and an understanding of the environment in which we find ourselves. And we have to begin to ask questions about where can we successfully continue to work? And I think that part of the work, and many of you will realize, will will recall, and you know, um, I hope you can recall. And I think it would probably be easy that you can recall because I'm the one starting having the memory problems. Uh, recall that. I thought that one of the priorities that we ought to have is building the political infrastructure. So I believe that there are a couple of things that we've got that that I recommend, is that we've got to continue to build an infrastructure and we've got to continue to identify for that infrastructure priorities and solutions. That really isn't any different than we were prior to uh, the Trump administration coming in. That was also critical during the Obama and Bush years. Alpha, are you still there? I'm still here. Okay, okay, you're back. Okay. So I thought, my you question. you see why I said okay? <laughs> I, I took over the show because you know what? I, I ain't I looking for the boss. I am the boss. <laughs> I was I, You know, since I was if the president can talk about shitholes, I can talk about talking shit. <laughs> really? I was, I was willing to just sit back and go fill up some of these two hours. So I can catch my breath. <laughs> I know I, I I heard you, and you know I don't want you to push yourself too much, and maybe next week, um, you need to think during the week whether or not you you want to try to do one hour or two hours. We're still getting this together, folks. You know how we are. We we do we do we are the king and queen of resilience. So we we will work this out. And Alpha forgot to tell you that next week he is going to be on my old time slot, 10 o'clock, Saturday night. 
so that we're not running into India. India is on from 9 to 11 on Friday nights, and she was kind enough when she decided to move to Friday to talk with me, and I really appreciate This is a, See, this is how family has to work. Ain't none of this. Oh, you step on me, and then we have an argument afterward, after the after the fact. But um, so next week, Alpha is going to be ten Saturday night, and India will continue to be nine to eleven on Friday night. But see, if Alpha was still rad, you know how it is, O Henry. If he was still rad and glad, we'd have him on after India's show. At 11 o'clock, but he can't hang. He, he, nah, we're not going to ask him to hang. But um, I did, Alpha, hear you start to um, kind of try to t- catch your breath, uh, which is why I called in. But I did have a question for you. And the question is, what do you believe in all of this chaos? Because, you know, a lot of people are thinking that, you know, it's going to be Mullah time next week. Well, it's not going to be Mullah time next week. Many yeah, of you have heard be. about <laughs> – I knew you were going to say that. It ain't never but... going to be Mullah time. You all – you know, that's what that's what grieves me about this. This man is about to get away with this for reasons yeah. that are obvious. Unless they unless they get him for treason and money laundering, without the layers of people between him and the laundering, I believe he oh, will walk away. I think I, I honestly believe that they've got him on money laundering already. You know, this and and the, my hat's got to go off to him. My hat's got to go yeah. off to Vladimir Putin. The, the cover well, up, the cover up is better than the crime itself. The cover but, up but, is. But see, I, this is yeah, I I understand. But here is the deal, Alpha. I disagree with you on one point. I think all of this has been around the sanctions. I don't think that Putin is interested, with the exception of all these women. That over the de- over a decade have been coming Russian women coming into Miami and having babies who are American citizens by the droves. Did you all hear about that? Well, that's that's for another that's for another Alpha uh, show. But um, I think this is all about oil, which is why Tillerson hasn't left. And if that doesn't come together between the American intel community and the Russian intel community, Trump is done in. Well, Alpha. I think I think it's about oil is you're right, it's about oil. But I don't think that's it. I really you know, don't when, believe at all. The, the next time I come out of 38, 39 years of talk radio, I will be able to remember the name of the sea in which all of this oil 
that everybody's going to be able to buy horses for everyone, Alpha. <laughs> Were they ever able to see. drill in that it's ocean? Chicken of- it's chicken of the sea. It's okay? chicken of the sea, okay? Oh, Henry, see, you know he don't know how to act. But anyway, <laughs> um, I disagree with you on the point that Putin cares about anything that happens in the United States except for the sanctions. Well, but I do believe. Are, let me let me let me let me drop this one, Alpha, before I forget it. You know, I, you know, you know, I won't be able to forget it if, or remember it in five minutes. I believe that this whole train of Russian women paying thousands and thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars to come into this country pregnant and have babies live in luxury in South Beach has to do with the Russian cartel, not with Putin. So that Who the Russian mafia... What? What do you think runs the Russian mafia? I, I know, well, right, but, but I'm saying... But it's a side gig. It's a side gig. The oil is what Putin's interested in. But, you know, you have to think, YJ, what the hell does people do with that much money? Well. (laughs) Damn. I got a stove in the refrigerator I need to be replaced. But I (laughs) I think that we need to focus more attention on what's happening with these Russian women coming in and making Russian-American citizens. Because that has to do the future. Donald Trump will be dead. His sons will be too old to understand. So who, where, where is this, where are these connections and what do they plan on doing about it? Because, you know, truth be told, between um, between Long Island, Manhattan, New Jersey, and and my and and Miami, the Russian mob is already set up. That's right. That's right. In this country, so. These American citizens are con- these American these babies is being I mean some of them are seventeen eighteen twenty years old now so uh, I need to know uh, well I don't I want to know Owen Henry you understand I I would like to know what that is all about. And it's about land grab, and it is also connected to Trump's properties in Florida, California, and Nevada, where he's selling condos three and four times the price of the market value. But we ain't gonna talk. We ain't gonna talk about the Negroes for rent. At the Martin Luther King proclamation thing today, are we, Alpha? We ain't talk about that. No, no, no. I, 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 I saw them standing there. They not only had grimaces, but they had 
preacher's shit-eating grins and all of that on their face. Well, wait and a minute. Did you, you see the little short lady with the really bad wig with the sunglasses on her head, and she was really, really short? I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> I mean, a really, really bad wig. That would, That is... I mean, the wig was longer than her full height almost. But anyway... That's the events planner. I've forgotten her name. Well, her name is, at this point, her name is not important. We will simply refer to well, her as... Well, I just, want, I just want to tell you, she's the number two. She's the number two at the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. Well... <laughs> And well, we number ain't gonna one, talk about that. Well, number one would be Dr. Carson. Yes. Well, like well, I she's said. number two. She is the person that's responsible for all of New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Conne- not Connecticut. Um, yeah, Connecticut. No, not Connecticut. Delaware, Region 1, but most important, the city of New York. Long Island, the whole nine yards. I just wanted to point that out. Um, (laughs) Why they want to know about the Russian women in South (laughs) He wants to you got to. Just just run. Just run a um, why did just run a Google search for Russian pregnant women flooding uh, U.S. and it'll pop right up. Um, but I, I do want to go back to Mueller because you know as much as we joke around, I think he's doing some serious work. And most of you who have ever, ever heard me talk about investigations, when your government, when Government employees do investigations. They are very thorough investigations because every question has to be asked and every question has to be answered, and there has to be at at least five to six pieces of evidence to support the answer. And that is a long, long process. Uh, I went to court with two cases, Alpha, and you know... I worked on that investig then those two investigations in, in, in December and or November, whenever it was, and I was working on those investigations for three years. So Mueller most people think he's gonna he's gonna do magic. But you know, the other thing, Alpha and I wanna get your take take on this one of the things I'm I'm thinking about is that, and I said this I think on 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 India's show one night, is that you got to be a fool to mess around and talk shit to the FBI and the CIA or any intelligence organization because if you want to be gotten, they can get you. So what's your thoughts about how he has, Trump has 
mollified uh, over the last couple of months, the FBI? How do you think that that's going to play in here? Well, the the simple lie that the FBI was in the tank for Hillary is just that a lie. They will not. You see, you see, Republicans have fallen in line with Trump all of the way. The FBI will do the same thing because they are mostly Republicans. And it won't matter that he has maligned them. They know that he is maligning the FBI to get out from under the Mueller investigation. What I am really aware of is that he will not only escape all of this, white privilege will will play a big part of It's not okay for Obama to do this or do that, but it'll be okay for treason to occur, sedition, and the undermining and conspiracy against the American people. That's where your white privilege is going to come in. Donald Trump can only be and will only be prosecuted. After he leaves office And then he really won't be prosecuted then Because They will turn it around And accuse Democrats of going after their political enemies We don't do that in this country Well, however However I open I mean, it's, it's been clear The success of the of the GOP in all of this, and it's always been true during uh, uh, Republican administrations, is that these people have no shame. And the Democrats better get off the idea that they can somehow win without being gangster. Well, just let me say this for that question. There is no collusion, no collusion whatsoever, no collusion. If you notice how many times he has said no collusion, if he notice how many times he has said, I have nothing to do with Russia, Russia this, Russia that, and if you notice how many times he's favored Putin's position or bolstered Putin's position. But but then you've got you've got the question that I would like to see surface at the end of all of this is who is Nunes? How much money did Paul Ryan get? How much money did Lindsey Graham get? How much money did Orrin Hatch get? How much money did uh, Mitch McConnell get? Who diverted the investigation of Mitch McConnell's wife's shipping company and the issue of illegal drugs being brought in in through their ships? Who did that? How much money did Jeff Sessions get? How much money 
did Wilbur Ross get? See, we're letting a lot of people get away. And 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 I think that if the Dem- Democrats don't get smart and 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 somehow organize themselves into four 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 um different committees. One is who got what, who's in the House, who got what, who's in the Senate, who got what, who's in the Cabinet, and who got what, who is in the uh, Trump political uh, uh, circle. So, and, and they need to start talking about this stuff. And they're not talking about it openly. You got Schiff who's talking about it. You got Lou who's talking about it. But you don't have anybody else who's talking about it. Durbin might open up now. Um, Diane Feinstein is not go- She's going to always be cautious. And she's going to always, I mean, what she did last week, um, I don't know why she did it. It's out of character for her. But you don't think but she I should think, have done it? You oh, don't I think, think she should absolutely. have done it? Oh, she was, she was my superhero for a day. Oh, yeah, that size, all right with me. But, but that's my whole point, Janice. You have, you have Democrats who are too caught up in the tradition of the Senate, the rules of the Senate. Republicans, they don't give a damn. They're like honey badgers. They don't give a damn they, about the law. Period. They don't care about anything. They don't you care know, about like the, anything. The, I want to know where Gates and and Jordan come from. What are they looking for? You see, Dale, uh, Isaac got the hell on out of Dodge. Well, he almost lost uh, last. He almost lost his election Last time, and the demographics yep. in his district has changed. You see what he's talking yep. about, moving over to the other district and running there? Yep. <laughs> Alpha, you've got 32 minutes before you have to close out, 32 minutes of the show. You have to close out in uh, 28 minutes, and maybe you should give out the numbers so people can call. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. I know you're out of practice. I know you're out of practice. Yeah, I mean, uh, and the number for the call in for the guest to call in will be nine two nine four seven seven two eight six seven. And you're uh, listening to the Alpha Show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're you're listening to the Alpha Show, and you're right. You're. I mean, I'm going to tell you, you're absolutely right. I am. I am completely and totally um, out of whack, and I've been out of whack. Last week I did a um, a private uh, show, and you can get it on podcast. <laughs> Explain to the people, Alpha. Don't 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 be trying to mess around with people. You know, uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a. Well, and what week, he's saying uh, is, Dennis, Alpha came on Blog Talk Radio and talked to himself for two hours. Talk to exactly. I when when Janice said, "Well, schedule it, schedule it in market private," and that's what I did. I scheduled it in market. The CEO I didn't tell would you to come on here and talk for two hours. And she said, I told and she you. said "I'll uh, 
I'll post it. I'll put it up and I'll post it. So I said, okay. And then after I did the two hours, I called her and said, and she said, you didn't do it public? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. Did. So a private podcast can be heard um, if you go to the Alpha Show page on Facebook, you can click on to that link for last week's last Friday show and the curious part about it um, to show you how out of whack I am I um, I scheduled the show from 9 at, to start at 9 o'clock for 2 hours well it's Eastern time so that's why I'm on an hour earlier than I used to be but um we will have to remedy all of that as I get back into the groove. Um, Janice, uh, I think I got my brother on the phone here. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with bringing this all up. 646, welcome to the Alpha Show. Thank you for calling TruthWorks Network. Hey, hey Alpha, it's Jay, man. I'm glad to hear you back on the air. I'm glad to hear that you are doing much better. You know what I mean? You know, I still don't agree with you totally politically, but hey, man, it's good that your voice is going to be out there, and I can't wait for my girl BJ to get back on the air also, you know, so she can do what she do. But how are you feeling, my brother, first of all? Well, like I said, this is, I am I am very, like I said, I may have to make a trip to the hospital this evening because this is very taxing on my voice. Um, Jay, this is um, this is a time, this is an opportunity. You know, I have never been a big Hillary Clinton fan. I wanted Bernie Sanders. And the mere fact that we couldn't come to a consensus that that was the political reality of our world, of where we had to go. And now we have a Donald Trump. I don't know if you heard the clip on cross-check that I played. I don't know if you heard, uh, you know, the Greg uh, Palas, uh, the best money, the best democracy money can buy documentary. Yeah, I, 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 I know about, I know all about that. But look, listen, the deal, the deal is this, and it's sad to say this to you, brother Alpo. If the Democratic Party, who I'm not a supporter of, I, I think they basically are of no honest value. I think they're just as dishonest as the Republicans. If they don't get their act together, you know, this wing nut, nut job is going to re- be right back in uh, in the White House. The only difference may happen is, you know, he won't have control of the, the Congress and the Senate. But the reality is that, you know, we as a people don't get – what he's really doing and what he's really about. Donald Trump is about white nationalism. And the thing is, our people think that we really have a position in this country, and we honestly don't, because if we did, we would be more upset about him just basically calling us sugar, honey, iced tea. Because that's really what he's saying. He's saying that people of color sugar, honey, iced tea. But on the flip side of what he said in regard to Haiti, he's telling the truth. 
Haiti is a sugar honey iced tea. But the thing is, the narrative isn't told why it is a sugar honey iced tea hole. And it's because of Bill Clinton and the United States and France. That's just the reality of the matter. You know, the reason that Haiti is in the trouble that it is is because of the United States, France, and the inability of the Haitian people to be independent of their oppression. And that's just the reality. So, you know, the, the, the bottom line is, in the media, to, you will never, ever here. heard that be said. I have to the media will never minute. say that. I have to jump in here for a minute. The oppression and the colonialization of Haiti didn't start with Bill Clinton. It started with John F. Kennedy. Let's go back. Yeah, but but who's benefiting from it now? His relationship with Papa Doc. His relationship with Papa Doc and a continued relationship with Ronald Reagan with Baby Doc. Right. That is where the the economic air was sucked out of Haiti. But who's benefiting from it now, BJ? The Clintons. no, you got to be honest. And this is our it, problem, BJ. I, we don't want to call the Clintons out. They're the reason I, why Haiti is in the trouble. They in. Not Kennedy, not Bush, not none of these people. Because it's the person that's doing the dastardly deed at the present that is benefiting from it. That got these people hurting. No, I we agree. know the history. I I agree that the Clinton Foundation is now the colonializers of Haiti, but they are not the original colonializers of Haiti. By the time the Clinton administration, by the time the Clinton Foundation and the Clinton administration went into Haiti, Haiti economically was already dead. It was already sold off in parcels to France, to the United States to the American, um, oh, God, American Fruit Corporation. It was already done. Yeah, but, but BJ, the reality is this, though. You can't blame the slave master for the slaves that he have today. You got you to gotta blame the person that's in charge of the slaves today. I can't, well, I can't I, go back, and that's our problem. We keep on wanna trying to blame the former slave master for our oppression today when the former slave master is not benefiting from it. It's the slave master of today who's benefiting from it, and that's where we lose out. Because think about this. Do you know the Haitian people can't even eat their own rice? Can't even right. grow their own rice? So who's to blame for that? That's not Wait. that that's that's Clinton's fault. Uh, well, don't misunderstand me. I'm not suggesting that it is the that the oppression of Haitian people is the is is, is, is I'm not blaming the Haitian people, but I'm saying that the Clinton administration 
up the game on Haiti. The game was already in play. And when you up the game, what do you do? You play the you play the final death blow, the death blow move. And that's what the Clintons done. They they put the death blow on them. So I'm not gonna go into Kennedy. I'm not gonna go that far back. I understand the reality of how it got to this point. My concern is addressing and dealing with the people who are putting this death blow on on the Haitian people. Donald Trump. It's not doing nothing to the Haitian people other than doing what he's supposed to do. Get rid of him from this country because he's trying to turn this country into more whiteness. So he's not he's not putting forward the type of policies that has well, caused the problems in I, Haiti. I you think know? I, I mean, think let's be also, I, I think you also have to uh drill down and do uh some comparative analysis to what the Trump administration is doing to Puerto Rico is what the Reagan administration did to Haiti and the Nixon administration. Um, but, but and it set the stage. It simply set the stage. But the point of the matter is, it's the present, BJ. I know all this. We understand all this. But the thing is that we're not dealing with is the actors who are perpetrating the crimes at the present. I know you know, I know, but most of your listeners, most of your listeners in the audience don't know what's going on in Puerto Rico, how you got these, these rich white men going over to Puerto Rico, buying up all of the land on the cheap so that the, the citizens, we got to remember this, Puerto Rican people are citizens of the United States, are now coming into this, United States, with a couple of dollars, right? But and, this is the point and, I'm trying to make, and listen to this. The, the, yeah, the, the reason why they, man. Okay, well, well, let me just say this one thing, and then I gotta go. What's happening in Puerto Rico that a lot of people aren't peeping is that the governor of Puerto Rico said that Puerto Ricans were gonna come into key strategic states to put forward payback on behalf of Puerto Rico through the Democratic Party. So in the process, what had happened is so-called Democrats are going over to Puerto Rico and giving people money to come to certain states within the United States to be able to do what? Do they think? Vote against the Republicans. I'm saying to you, it's not going to work out the way they think it is. No, it's not going to work out the way they the way it is because the point of the matter is what they the, that the tremendous land grab that's going on in Puerto Rico today, and the reason why the uh, power grid is not in place is to force people off the island so that Trump. The same thing that Nixon and Kennedy did in Haiti can happen. The land grab, because the the people who, the the natives of the island are no longer going to own the land. And the people who own the land are going to own the government. 
and it's not going to even matter that they and, and this is what the how the democrats have always part, participated in the oppression of 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 poor countries as colonializers joining in the strategy is because they are trying to get what they need and what they need is immediate and what the Puerto Rican people need is futuristic. And is anybody oh. is anybody holding the Democratic Party accountable for the narrative that you just put forward? And do most of our nope. people understand that narrative? The answer nope. is and no. nobody like, did. Like you nobody said. did when it happened in the Virgin Islands. Nobody did right. when it happened in in Haiti. And here we are once again, it, because it was the governor of of Puerto Rico, who has now been set aside by the Trump administration. Now he's squeaking and screaming and raging when he should have been squeaking and raging three months ago, and he thought that he was going to have a place at the table, and he's figured out he doesn't. Because what's hey, going to happen, and this is, and, and, and you know, and you got to see the alignment. The alignment is what's happening in the Trump administration policy in regard to Cuba. They're, they're going to forget. When we know anything, we're going to be back into the embargo. Because what they're substituting for Cuba, what white, powerful, rich men had figured out to do with Cuba They've switched because now they have an opportunity to do it much cheaper without regulations in Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands. Well, all I can say is, BJ, you are right on point in that analysis. It's just unfortunate that the so-called members of the Democratic Party would laugh at you if you broke it down because they don't believe that America is as sinister as they are in regards to that form of wickedry. And most Puerto Ricans, if the truth be told, that don't understand history, won't believe you either. Because they feel as though they're going to now try to get Democrats in control so that they can maybe help them go back but, to their homeland and rebuild it. But that's overdue, baby. Long but here's, gone. Puerto here's, Rico is lost to Puerto Rican people. Yep. Here's another here's another feature to that strategy. And the feature has to do with class. And it has to do with ethnicity. In the same way that the colonializers divided the Afro Haitians from the European Haitians and the Indian Haitians. I'm talking about the continental Indian. That's what they're doing in Puerto Rico. If you will note that most of the people who were who are landowners and who were getting on ships and boats and planes and whatever to get the hell out of Puerto Rico, they were white Puerto Ricans. In the beginning, now it's now it's more now it's more of a balance because like like we've said because they're coming with the, the money who don't to have buy any the black choice. Off. Exactly. Right. 
So right. you're going to have but, just as as just as the original the 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 the, the immigrants coming out of Haiti, um, the white Cubans they brought money with them, and what are they? They are embedded in the Republican Party because they understand the caste system. And that's just what's going to happen with Puerto Ricans. Well, BJ, it's good hearing your voice. Alpha is even better hearing your voice. And matter of fact, since I got you on the phone right quick, BJ, um, how is M1, M2, Grand Princess, and when are you coming back on the air yourself? <laughs> well, um, my my retirement has been pushed up, and as soon as I retire, I'm back five days a week. Oh, you got to do five days a week. Yep. Lord, that's gonna be that's gonna be what, what hours? Do you know the hours you're gonna do yet? Probably ten to twelve. That's gonna that's gonna be beautiful because you're such a you're such a night owl. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? I know. I can I always I can always come on 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 Twitter at around one two o'clock in the morning and see you doing your do. I get it. I, I get a kick out of it. You know what I mean? But listen, I hope M1, M2, and Grand Princess is good. And Alpha, you sound good, man. I, I, now my Friday nights may be a little better from, you know, not sitting down playing poker, man. I, I'll have to listen to you now. But take care and be good. Good to hear okay, from both good to hear from you, great Jay. Africans. Thanks for calling, Jay. We great Africans. You heard, we've been certified, Alpha. Because we great Africans. I'm I'm glad Jay called. I'm glad to hear from Jay. Uh, It's one thing that that he hasn't changed from, and this is not a this is not a critique or criticism. You have two political parties in this country. Two, the Green Party is going to win nothing. The Libertarian Party is going to win nothing. You either infiltrate and change, just like the Tea Party jumped in and blew the Republican Party to shit, and Trump has jumped in and blew it up more. Unless progressives jump into the Democratic Party and change it and drag it back as far left as you can possibly drag it, we are going to have well, these disagreements and these criticisms of what is what is obvious to, to everybody. The things that Jay was saying is so obvious, and you agree with them. But if you are going to ignore the history of a Haitian people, you're going to lose. Well, well, here's 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 what I reflect on when I when I when I listen to Jay. And um, when I listen to you, Alpha, is that we've got to understand that within the Democratic Party, there's Tom Perez is useless, first of all. Let's just get that out of the way. That there's the money part of the Democratic Party. And then there's the activist part of the Democratic Party. And the money part is the reason why Hillary Clinton lost the election. There's no reason why Hillary Clinton 
lost in key states the way she did. And it was partly because the act the democratic activists in that commu- in in those in in those states were not given the resources by the party to do what they needed to do we can talk about brazil donna brazil all we want to but that was how she got into trouble with the party because she was trying to get them to understand the distinct classes within the party, and there was no shared power. So I'm going to leave it at that. Alpha, you've got um, – I know you got to close up, um, and I'm going to tell you you got nine minutes. And thank you for, um, for being with us, and we look forward to next Saturday at 10 o'clock. And people should make sure you go to Facebook – and follow Alpha at the Alpha Show, and go to Facebook and follow us at TruthWorks Network. And um, we can give you information about what's going to happen next week, but it's definitely going to be next Saturday night, the Alpha Show, at 10 p.m. Jay, I hope you put that on your thing. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a, uh, a note about it. <laughs> Um, but thank you, Alpho, and you're not thank going you to the much. hospital tonight. For your call. Thank you for your okay. help. Okay. All right. Dennis Graham of Our Common Ground. And, yes, um, next Saturday I'll be sliding to her time slot until we can figure this all out. The... Conversations that we've just heard That we've just had Are indicative of what our problem is There are two parties In the United States Yes, there should be more I'm not saying that There's only two parties It can always only be two parties But it's not happening right now You can understand one thing that is going to happen. Either it's going to be a Democrat or a Republican. What you need to understand is how to drag the Democratic Party kicking and screaming as far left as you possibly can. The financial end of the Democratic Party is just that. The Clintons, Wall Street, the uh, what's the boy's name out of New Jersey, um, the former mayor, and Mr. Nauseating. He's a he's a Clintonista. He's a Wall Street boy. He don't want to do anything to hurt Wall Street. The money part, and then there's the progressive part. The progressives must seize control. The progressives must. Take out people like Durbin, Schumer. They must get rid of the so-called Democrats, the Dinos, Democrats in name only. You can talk about the the destruction of the country of Haiti or Puerto Rico. You, and Janice is right. The governor of Puerto Rico is squealing like a pig. 
because he's been used and discarded. He's not happy. Be aware that this is a long process. This process is going to go on even after I'm gone and after all the majority of us are gone. But people must understand what it is and what is happening. You can't argue about the history of the nation and then discard the history and blame the people who are committing the crime now. They've simply moved in as the oppressors. The old oppressors have been moved out and the new oppressors have come on. The Clinton Foundation may very well be Haiti's new oppressors, but they're simply taking the reins that have been seized a long time ago, be it through France, the Kennedys, whoever, give it a name. Talk to me about political reality. Talk to me about the ineffectiveness of a Democratic Party who is simply comfortable in sitting back and watching Republicans destroy our democracy, Russia destroy our democracy. There may be plenty of Russian pregnant women coming over and producing American citizens, but isn't that the same argument they had with the Hispanic population? It's about the color of your skin. It's about a level of nationalism that has been introduced by an illegally elected traitor, a racist bigot, a neo-Nazi fascist supporter. And since we couldn't refrain from fighting amongst ourselves as Democrats slash progressives. They now control everything. The water is dirtier. The air is dirtier. The fracking will destroy the foundations of this nation. The oil pipelines that are run through the aquifer will destroy the agriculture of this nation. And when it all goes down to shit, when it all evaporates, Republicans once again will step in and say, it was the liberals who did it. Never mind that liberals brought us Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. Liberals brought us the right to work, unions. The liberals brought us the middle class. None of that matters. And in scanning the the studio here and finding out a simple close to the program, I've only been able to come across my old clothes, just like I've come across the old opening. I'll take us out of here with an old clothes. And I'll simply tell you this. Never lie to a person who trusts you. Never trust a person 
who lies to you. When you are used to privilege, equality becomes oppression. When injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. We must all band together. We must all resist. Take it for what it's worth. Next Saturday, 9 o'clock Central Time, the Alpha Show, we'll have another episode. Ratings are more important than the truth. Our government builds twice as many prisons and schools. It's easier to find a Big Mac than an apple. And when you find the apple, it's been genetically processed and modified. Presidents lie. Politicians trick us. Race is still an issue. So is religion. Your God doesn't exist. My God does, and he is all loving. If you disagree with me, I'll kill you. Or even worse, argue you to death. 92% of songs on the radio are about sex. Kids don't play tag, they play twerk videos. The average person watches five hours of television a day, and it's more violence on the screen than ever before. Technology has given us everything we could ever want, and at the same time, stolen everything we really need. Pride is at an all-time high, humility an all-time low. Everybody knows everything, everybody's going somewhere, ignoring someone, blaming somebody. Not many human beings left anymore, a lot of human doings, plenty of human lingerings in the past. Until next week, people, I guess it will get a little more interesting. The nation is in a quandary. It's a mess. You've been listening to The Alpha Show. Join us next Friday night, 10 p.m. Alpha will lay it out. It's just damn politics. Thank you for joining us at TruthWorks Network, The Alpha Show. TruthWorks presents The Alpha Show. Each Friday, 10 p.m. It's Fire in the Belly Friday at TruthWorks Network. Bring your own rocks. The best of political pushback. Just dance.